Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Had one of those days yesterday. How so? Okay. Me versus the state of Arizona. Uh, We all know how this ends up. (laughs) Yes. With me going through all kinds of hassles. And and drinking. Yeah, drinking. At the end of the the night, you've you've been overserved. So... Because I'm a landlord, every month I pay something called a privilege tax. What are you, big time of me? Yeah, which is 1.5% of the rent collected. You have to send that to the state of Arizona. So that's that's uh, uh, like 6% or something like that a year? Uh, of your, or your... No, 1.5%. Yeah, but it's every That's month. It's a, so it adds every up. Month. Yeah, all right. well, it's, yeah, but so does the rent collected. So right, it's okay. 1.5%. All right. So because of a mistake... They think, and I think it was their mistake, um, they think I owe them more money than the $15.75 that I send every month. Okay. Guess what the amount is that they are looking for that in addition over, to that? That they've overcharged per month or just overall? Just overall. I'm, I'm, I'm supposedly due to pay them a fine. For being for undercharging or being overcharged for for sending something in late supposedly I don't know uh, twenty bucks four cents wait what <laughs> four cents is what they are after now I ignored this for a while and as of course they, yes because so they yes. compound interest is now starting to kick in the damages have been trebled as they say twelve cents I now owe. 12 cents to Here's the state the of Arizona. I, I wish I could tell you I could pay that fine for you right now, but I don't have any money in my pocket. <laughs> so, I mean, I can bail you out, Mark. I mean, I think I can handle this one. And you know what? Don't worry about it. Just consider yeah, it a gift. I pre- Actually, you know what? It's the principle, though. I mean, I would pay it, but I'm like, they've made mistakes before that have caused me nothing but hassles. So I'm like, no, I'm going to straighten this one out. So Wait, 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 wait. It, their, their mistake has caused you hassles. Yes. And now you've decided to straighten it out. Which is, in fact, a hassle. Okay. So here's what happened yesterday. All right. By the way, uh, I call it 141, and the automatic system picks up. This is what they tell you right at the beginning. Thank you for calling the Arizona Department of Revenue. All calls are recorded for quality and training purposes. Please be advised that by law, the department is not legally bound by any verbal advice given during our conversation. (laughs) To continue this call in English... Wait, wait, wait. Hang on a second. Which means they can tell you anything. So you're calling the Department of Revenue to resolve an issue adjudicated by the Department of Revenue, yet they're not liable for anything that they tell you. So in other words, if they say, hey, Mark, this thing is considered dismissed, it really isn't. That's that's the crux of it there. So I, I call it 141, get put on hold. Somebody finally picks up at 204. Wow. 23 minutes on hold. Okay, then I'm with you. Very very nice young woman. I give her all my info. I tell her the situation. She's she just says, doing her job, sir. Yeah, no, she was great. Uh, and she says, hold on while I pull up your file. That was at 2.08 p.m. Okay. At 2.16, after another eight minutes on hold, she comes back and she says she was going to send my file to the com- customer resolution team and that they would straighten this out in five to ten business days. So, when did they pick up the phone? Uh, 2.16. All right. No, yeah. that was when they first picked up the phone? No, no. Uh, 1.41 was when it picked up and somebody, a human, picked up at 2.04. All right. So, 2.04 and it's now 2... 
16. Okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to work out what the hour, hourly salary of the employee that was dealing right. with you is. This is over 35 minutes now. I'm okay. On the phone. All right. So she said they'd straighten it out in five to 10 business days. Mm-hmm. So I asked, how will I know that they've done this? Will how I, will I know? Will I be notified? And she said, hold on. Let me see if you'll get a notification. As if this is the first time that question had ever been asked. Right. And all of this is over four, four cents. cents. Now 12 cents. That was at 217. Okay. At 223, the phone hung up on me. So I'm right back where I started from, not knowing what's going on and spending 42 minutes. All right. Doing it. Now, let's assume that that state employee makes $15 an hour. Yeah, probably are, more, but yeah. I'm, I'm just using that yeah. as, as the minimum wage, you know, the, the suggested minimum wage that everybody is saying for customer service jobs. Let's assume that employee is making $15 an hour. What is 42 minutes worth of $15? Let's say 12 bucks. Yeah, something like that. All right. So 12 bucks to chase four cents. And we're not done. Yeah. Ten bucks is what it's closer to, but even still, it doesn't work. The math. Why would the state pursue four cents and spend at least ten dollars to do it? Not to mention the mailings that I've gotten about it. Right. Yeah, I should uh, think I, about I, it. This will be a good Crazy. time for me to repost my yeah. uh, my refunds from my uh, my student loans from years ago. I had two student loans. I got a refund of I think one and three cents. Yeah, it cost them I, more to print them than it did. Yeah, I mean, it, it, just curious. Anybody else have a situation like this? And by all means, if you work for the state, let us know why you would do such a thing or call and help resolve this. <laughs> you know who you should complain. to? I don't to. want to ask anybody to spend that much time. You know who you should complain to? The Attorney General of the state of Arizona. Yeah, I don't want to call in the favor like that. I'm sure he's got nothing better to do than to handle your four-cent deal. I'm going to wait till it's $4,000, then I'll call a friend. Exactly. If you've only got one mulligan, take it when it matters. The state is chasing me for four cents. Four cents. Because of a, a mistake I'm pretty sure they made. And... You know, when they hit the wrong key on the keyboard, it can cause you all kinds of hassles. They, they turn my rental into a retail outlet, and that quadruples yeah, because, your tax. Because of one word. Y- yes, yeah, yes. I mean, yeah. that was, that was becomes retail. That was, like a I, uh, that was a different hassle. That's like when I uh, occasionally I will send you an email uh, or write a letter to somebody that I know through my, my iPad or whatever, and you get the autocorrect. And it, it tries to assume the syntax, and so it changes the word to something. And mm-hmm. when that happens at the state level, it can cost you money. Yes, exactly. It took me a long time to straighten out the retail rental thing. Sure. And now they're chasing me for this four cents, which I don't owe. And, and even if you do, you're not paying. <laughs> yes. So I ignored oh, no. it. This is an episode of Seinfeld. You know this, right? <laughs> it's now 12 cents. You know, oh, if boy. I let this go for another year, it could get up to like a buck. I don't have that kind of money. What are you, big time at me? Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's just, I mean, this you guy. You need a loan, Mark. You can just well, give this, me a call. This guy had a great suggestion. I, I thought it was a really good suggestion. Yes, I do. I think we should start a GoFundMe account to help him out. A GoFundMe yep. account. Yeah, I think that, yeah. What are the t- what's the amount of time and energy and effort and resources that will cost to set up a GoFundMe account? You know, man hours yeah. for a 12 cent fine. Yeah. I just need 24 people to donate half a cent. And I'm clear. Well, this is the, you know what this is. This is the plot to office space. Right. Uh, it's not really, it's, we're not really stealing money. It's only fractions of a penny. And it's going to get rounded up. Yeah. I mean, 
Four cents, come on. Hey, yeah, that four cents seems to be the uh, trip number or something. I financed a brand new truck, uh, several, many thousands of dollars, and they'd done me for four cents because I miswrote a check. (laughs) So I went down, I said, you know, this isn't going to pass any headline test. You're going (laughs) to repossess my truck for four cents? Very nice. Alan, whatnot, but uh, she said, no, that, that, that probably wouldn't happen. So I decided to fix them. I wrote them a check for four cents. That's good. You spent more in ink that, and that, paper that, than you did. Yeah, that had to cost a lot more than it did the four cents. Yeah, <laughs> hilarious. Four cents, is, four cents is where they say, I'm not going to take this anymore. Yes, this exactly. Owes me. Three is okay, five is exorbitant, but four, that's the, that's the, the dividing line. All right, you guys have a good day. You too. They're like the knights who say knee. The number <laughs> shall be four. Yes. Three is too few, and five is much too many. So supposedly it's gone to the department where they clear all this stuff up. Sure. But I have yeah. no idea if I'll be notified. I could call again to find out if it's been cleared up, but I don't know if I have an hour to spare. Here's what I would do in a situation like this. If they refuse to uh, to acknowledge that they've made the error and rectify the situation— Demand arbitration. <laughs> it's all so stupid. Now, at this point, it becomes a game. Now you should yeah. just tie up. By the way, you know who's paying for this? I am. State taxes, right, state exactly. resources are paying for this. If I were retired. But it's worth it to me. I, you know what? I'm invested in this. Yeah. If I were retired, I'd have time just to mess around with stuff like this. It would <laughs> occupy my days. It would you know be what, okay. You know what you need? Pay them in Bitcoin. <laughs> that should go well. Yep. Hey, Phoenix, it's Geronimo. It's time for Time Out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking Time Out for Spanish. We've got Jason from Santan Valley on the phone. He's going to play Time Out for Spanish. We will give you a Spanish phrase. You try and translate it, but we give you three choices. And if you win... You get a $25 gift card from Porta Subs, your neighborhood sandwich shop. Does that sound fair, Jason? Sounds great. Let's do it. All right, Jason, here comes your Spanish phrase. A veces me metí las rodillas en el pecho y me inclino hacia adelante, así es como ruedo. Did you hear that? Yeah, let's give it one more one more try. All right, here you go. A veces me metí las rodillas en el pecho y me inclino hacia adelante, así es como ruedo. All right, that does translate it to one of the following. Is it A, I have kleptomania, but when it gets bad, I take something for it. <laughs> B, conjunctivitis.com. That's a site for sore eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. Or C, sometimes I tuck my knees into my chest and lean forward. It's just how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's go with C. It is C. Hey. Yes, well played on your part. Very nice. Right, congratulations, you've won in timeout for Spanish. That's the way he rolls. Right on. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Timeout for Spanish weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. You know, just on a serious note, a 27-year-old police officer was killed over the weekend by a red light runner. Yeah, that's awful. Well, yeah, the I mean, job is dangerous enough without yeah. having to worry about traffic also. But yeah. um, I'm sure, it would, you know, it's a terrible story. And, and if, we, if we happen to laugh in the next couple of minutes, it's certainly not about that. It's about the absurdity of 
how dangerous it is here in Arizona. I, because, and this is probably why what happened over the weekend, probably why this stuff was online yesterday on some of the websites locally. But we are the most dangerous nation or state in the nation in terms of red light runners. Yeah, hey, wait, yeah, no. That's bad. That's, yeah, that's yeah. not a good thing. It's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, we have enough problems. We have, hell, we have houses running out in front of cars and getting hit by <laughs> the cars, right? Well, um, I mean, let's face it. The red light is a... Uh it's just a suggestion in some places. I mean, you, you, you know, it was the light was yellow when I went through it. Yeah, I mean, and that's the way we treat it sometimes. And but it, it really does get serious. The, this research that they did, it and, and this just this sentence is mind boggling. It says okay. the majority of drivers acknowledge how dangerous running a red light is. Right. Wait, the majority? There are those who won't acknowledge that it's dangerous. Nah. Nah. Here's the thing. If Holy I, cow. If I run a red light, the, the time between that light that I went across the intersection, there's no vehicle on the face of the earth that can get from zero to hit me in the time that it goes from red to green. That's the logic. They sit back and they go, ah, there was no way I was going to get hit. Right. That's not that's what you're, the, you're, you're speaking. No, metaphor. Of, 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 in, in general. Yeah, yeah. theoretically. That's, yes. what the, that's what the guy that runs the red light thinks of. They and think, it, ah, you know what? There's no way. The problem is there are people who look at the light, you know, the, the light to their right and their left, and they see it turn yellow and then red, and they anticipate it and jump off the line before their light really turns green, and that's when you get a collision. That's because everybody, including me, is always thinking, well, nobody else is going to know how to do this, but I'm an excellent driver. Yes, exactly. That's so the there's not any you- problem with me doing it, <laughs> and we all think like that. Yes, only- I'm, a pro- I'm a great driver. You're a jerk. Listen to this. One in three drivers here in Arizona admit to having run a red light in the last 30 days. That's 33% out there. Keep that, that in mind. A third of every people, every person driving to work today will admit that they ran a red light. The other two-thirds will probably do it, but won't admit it. <laughs> so, but won't admit have, it. Have you run a red light in the last 30 days? I've run a red light in the last 30 seconds. Oh, I'm on Scottsdale Jesus, Road heading man. north at 65 in my Range Rover. So, yes. Did you mean to? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Yeah, I mean, let me ask you a question. In your opinion... Yeah. If you are in the intersection and can see the light turn red, you have stopped. No, absolutely not. You could cause more accidents that way. No, no, no. I mean, I, I mean, should you have slowed down and stopped before yeah. before entering the intersection? If you're in the middle of the intersection, you see that light turn red, you had plenty of time to slow down and stop and chose not to deliberately, correct? Yellow means go faster. Okay. No, no it does right. not. See, I thought so. Listen. Be careful out there, okay? <laughs> I will. All right. He's See, a little was, too cavalier about it. See, and, that was one of the jokes we used to make as a kid was, what does a red light mean? Stop. What does a green mean? Proceed. What does a yellow mean? Jam on it on, yeah. the, on the gas that the light's about to turn red. That all was right. a joke when we were kids. So there's a question. We'll, we'll, we'll play a song here, but the, the number is 480-470-KSLX. Is it running a red light if you're like... Almost physically underneath, underneath the light, yeah. the light, and you look up and you see it turn from yellow to red. Is that running a red light? Yeah, I, I think it is. I think that you know. Remember, yellow is slow and be prepared to stop. And in that situation, if you can see, if you can still see the the, the stoplight <laughs> as it turns red, you had plenty of time to slow you down. You didn't prepare and, to stop. You did yeah, not prepare to stop in any way, shape, or form. All right, then it's not funny, but it's you know. Look, we, no, listen. It's everybody serious, does it. Doesn't make it right. Drive safely. It's a serious matter. Doesn't mean we can't have some laughs about it. But be careful out there. Absolutely. Well, we we're just talking about the. Uh, 
the traffic situation with with red, red light running um, causes more fatalities in Arizona than any other state per capita. That was information that came out yesterday. And, God, some of the attitudes towards red lights are, are kind of interesting. Sure. Um, here's something to keep in mind. Hey, guys. I got some uh, really good advice when I was a young driver. The advice was what a green light means is enter at your own risk into an intersection. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean yeah. – well, it means go, but there's a deeper meaning in that. You can go, but you, you should check left and right. I believe, according if I remember – Word for word, verbatim, the Massachusetts driver's license uh, manual that I that I studied in order to take my driver's license. A green light means verbatim proceed if it is safe to do so. Mm -hmm. A yellow light means slow and be prepared to stop. And red means stop all forward progress until until the light turns green. Do you still have that clip from Starman? It's a it's a great old movie starring Jeff Bridges and Karen Allen, and he is an alien who takes the form of her of her late husband, and he he learns how to drive by watching her. Okay, are you crazy? You almost got us killed. You said you watched me. You said you knew the rules. I do know the rules. Oh well, for your information, pal, that was a yellow light back there. I watched you very carefully. Red light stop. Green light go. Yellow light go very fast. Okay, that, I yeah, saw yeah. that movie in the theater. That got a big laugh, but it is incorrect. Yeah, and, and by the way, we're getting hammered with people going, you know, legally in the state of Arizona, if you're in the intersection, we're not talking about what legal is. We, I know what legal is. Look, I have been through the intersection of Alma School and Guadalupe and seen that red light camera go off and looked over and given it the finger while it was flashing because I was already in the intersection. The rule, the law in Arizona is if the front bumper exceeds the curb line or the crosswalk when you're already in the intersection when the light turns red, light turns red, you have the right to evacuate the intersection, blah, 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 blah. Fact of the matter is, you and I both know, if a red light, if a green light turns yellow, you've got approximately four seconds, four to five seconds before it turns red. Now, you make a conscious decision as you're approaching the intersection, you see that light turn yellow. According to the law, you're supposed to slow and be prepared to stop. Mm. You have... You have absolutely deliberately decided not to slow down. You're going to go right through that intersection. And because if you're in the middle of the intersection and you can read the red light become red before it crosses over the front of your car, your windshield, if you can visually see it turn right, uh, red, you had the opportunity to slow down. You chose not to. Yeah. Legally, you're in the right, but it's still a bad decision. Right. Now, it could get somebody killed. Well, it's a bad decision if somebody other than me does it. Well, of course, yes. Um, because I'm an excellent driver. And morning um, morning radio personality. <laughs> so, and you know, the funny thing is everybody is thinking that. Well, yeah, people shouldn't do that. Now, I can because I know what I'm doing. Yes, um, I absolutely so, know what I'm doing. You know, actually, and you know, on a serious note, we have, we get off, uh, both Paul and I come th from the same direction. Uh, we're heading west on 202 to come here to the station, and we take the 52nd Street exit off of 202, which is a weird exit and a dangerous exit because it doesn't branch off to the right at all. It doesn't no. go. It doesn't go away from 202. It hugs 202 all the way down to the light. And when that light turns green and I'm still traveling towards it from having exited, I'm like, ah, crap, because I always approach it extremely slowly because – I've been almost hit at that intersection probably three or four times at this point. Yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's one a, of the it's most a terrible intersection. It's a super dangerous intersection, especially at the time of day that we're doing it. Again, we told the story last week of the guy that I saw at eight nineteen in the morning stumble off a curb at that intersection. <laughs> 
And when, by the time we come into work, it's still dark, usually. Yes. It's the kind of intersection where you can tell the freeway was thought of after the surface streets were already Absolutely. built. Absolutely. Sure, yeah. And it's it's kind of goofy, and it's a really weird one and a dangerous one. We've talked to people who've gotten in accidents at that intersection. It's and, nuts. And it's, it, it, it happens to be a lot of people that work here at the radio station when yeah. you go that way. That area of 52nd Street is not fun. 52nd and the 202. Not only is the Circle K the time forgot right there at that intersection, yeah. but there's a good chance of a collision at any time. Yeah, so we've had some laughs about it, but... Be very careful. Be yeah. very cognizant of lights turning red. We had a, we had a police officer killed exactly. over the weekend. It's and no, th- it's really no laughing matter. So our thoughts and concerns, obviously, with the family and and coworkers. Dumbassery. It's not really a word. It'll eventually end up in the dictionary because not really a word doesn't seem to preclude things from ending up in the dictionary. And not really a word does define the behavior that typifies the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. All right, then. We certainly hope you enjoyed listening to KSLX over the weekend, the Arizona 500 countdown. We hope you enjoyed your weekend in general. I don't think that Adam Mabe of Golden, Colorado enjoyed his weekend. Isn't Golden, Colorado where Coors is brewed? You bet it is. He hails from the home of Coors Beer. Coors Beer. The banquet beer. Beer. So 29-year-old Adam, who knows, maybe he drunk some of the banquet beer or Mm -hmm. something else when he made the very bad decision to steal a vehicle. Yep, not a good idea. And the whole thing of stealing a vehicle that's a little different from others, it it makes it a really bad idea when you you steal a vehicle that's a little bit unique, right? What kind? How how unique? Adam didn't think about that. It was a Humvee that he stole. Now, you see Humvees on the road. Like a full-size, double-wide Humvee? They're not, you know, they're not... You know, inconspicuous. They stand out. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you you see some of them around, but not too many of them, so they're no, easier to find. Not many of the big ones. You see a lot of the H twos and H threes now, but the original H yeah. one, the big military Arnold Schwarzenegger driving one of those, those stand out pretty easily. But that didn't deter Adam. That no. didn't deter Adam at all on Friday evening around seven thirty. Top speed on one of those is only about seventy five miles an hour as well. Yeah. Okay. So he sees the Humvee. He saw it parked in a parking lot, and uh, that didn't deter him. The fence around the parking lot, that didn't deter him because he was in a Humvee. Right. After all, he, yes, exactly. he used the Humvee to make his own opening in the yeah, fence. Just drive through it. That's all right. Well, you've yep. got your cores between your legs. The banquet beer. He just barreled right through it. The police were soon on Adam's trail. Sure. As he was moving it along Route 470 near Golden, Colorado. Did we mention that's the home of Coors, the banquet beer? That's where they make beer. As the junction for Route 285 approached, Adam was driving a little bit too fast to make the clean transition. Yeah, they're not exactly maneuverable. That's the other thing that, about Humvees that you'll yeah. learn. And he crashed the vehicle. So the, the Humvee will have to undergo some repairs before it is ready to be returned to the parking lot from where it was stolen. Which is? Which is the Camp George West National Guard Armory. Oh. In Golden, Colorado. So not only is it a not only is it a Hummer, it's a real one. It's, it's not. A, it's, it's a not even a vehicle. Yeah, it's not even a civilian one. You know, people think that drive the civilian one. I had the uh, uh, opportunity to drive a civilian one in like a Christmas parade mm. in Tennessee behind a military one, and the army guys got off their Humvee and came back and looked at the, the civilian one, and they were like, "Come see ours." Yeah, the doors on theirs weigh like nine hundred pounds. Those things yeah. are armored and heavy, and if you damage one of them, you've really done some good stuff. Yeah, all that stuff, plus it belongs to the military. Yeah, so there's that. You ought not touch it. They have guns, you know. Yeah. 
DUI is one of the charges that Adam will face. And that was kind of, the, you know, being drunk was the gateway to every other charge he's going to face also. Well, the fact of the matter, he was in Golden, Colorado, where they make beers. Lots of beer. Yep. Aggravated motor vehicle theft, vehicular eluding, trespassing, criminal mischief. It goes on and on for Adam Mabe, the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. Dumbass of the Day is brought to you by Arrowhead Harley-Davidson. You can check out the best prices, largest selection of pre-owned Harleys at arrowheadharley.com. I think the uh, current video that everybody's seeing on TV that's going around is the bear video. If you haven't yeah. seen it, it's It's Looks like somebody's maid coming out of the house and punching a bear. That's the weird thing. I think it's in California. I'm not even quite sure actually where it was. But we all have these, you know, the block walls around your houses a lot of times. Hell yeah. Especially here in Arizona. Yeah. This is video. So somebody's got a video camera set up in their yard. But it's video. Yeah, it's like one of those, uh, one of those security cameras set up. Yeah. yeah. So you, you see the, the mama bear and two cubs come walking into this backyard, except they're, they're going along the top of the wall. They're creeping in along the top of the wall like a cat might do. Right. You know, you, know, you often see that in your backyard, something like that. The bears come in, and it's, like I said, mama bear, two cubs, and they're on top of this block wall. And four dogs from this house charge out and start barking and messing with it. And it's funny because bears are very similar to dogs in how they react to things. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if there's any relation, like species relations, like, you know, like horses and zebras and bears and dogs. Right. Um, but it's weird because the bears, they also make like the dog face when a bear hears a noise. They kind of twist their head like a dog that yeah. heard a fart. Yeah. And, it, and, and so they're, they're very yeah. confused by what's going on. Yeah. The dogs come out. And so the bear is... And very much like a cat starts swatting yeah, pawing at, at, him. at the yeah. dog. The dog is jumping up from the ground. The bear is still sitting on top of the wall. The two baby cubs take off. They run away. Right. And there's four dogs scrambling around. One of them's in the mix here. And this young girl comes out. Actually, and we thought it was like a maid or something. Because yeah, it looks like this- she's wearing a blue outfit, that like a little dress that looks like Rosie the Robot from, yeah. from uh, the Jetsons. Looks like she borrowed it from Alice on the Brady Bunch. Or Hazel. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of these types of dresses, but it wasn't. It was just a 17-year-old girl who lives there. She comes out. And just instinctively, she shoves the bear, and it falls off the wall onto the other side. She grabs up one of the dogs. The other dogs follow her. She runs back in the house. I had it in me, to be honest. Like, who does that? Who in their right mind pushes a bear? As you can tell, that's as you can tell, that's a teenage girl. You can tell by the way she's talking. But it's a it's a great story. Honestly, I did not know it was a bear until right after I pushed it. I didn't register in my head that it was a bear. I was like, it's an animal, and it's taking my my child, and I pushed the bear. And I was like, oh, my God, I just pushed a bear. Yeah, yeah, and I imagine I pushed, <laughs> OMG. A, I pushed a bear, and I liked it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure the bear was like, hey, hey, boo-boo, what do you say we go into this chick's again? Go, go grab some of her garbage. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she comes oh. out, and it's funny because, and again— I, I I don't want to say that I had empathy for the bear, but you can see in the video, and we should probably post it at the Mark and Andrew Paul Facebook page if we haven't already done so, but you can see when she goes over and she pushes the mama bear, yeah. the mama bear falls off the wall and sort of grabs it like the hang in there poster with the kitten back when we were kids. Yes. And you can see the look on the bear's face. is kind of like, hey, <laughs> what'd you do that for? Yeah. You know? it's, it's classic stuff. If you haven't seen it, we will post it at the Mark and Andrew Paul Facebook page. I'm sure the bear is just being humiliated in front of the other bear all over social media. It's on Face Bear. Everybody. 
everybody's looking at <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fantastic piece of video and nice sure job is, yeah. by that girl. So you know they always say you should try and make yourself look large, make a lot of noise, raise your arms above your head to scare a bear off. Simple, just wear a dress and shove it in the chest. That's all you need to do. Yeah, don't take that advice. Today, uh, we should mention it's the second day of an important month, the month of June, of course. Um, For one thing, it is PTSD Awareness Month. Right. And we mention that because uh, in about a week and a half... Less than two weeks away, we will start our Operation Pets and Vets with Soldiers Best Friends. Yep. It's also Men's Health Month. So okay. keep that in mind. So if yeah. you're a guy and, and it's time to get the yam bag juggled, you should probably make an appointment with your doctor for that as well. Yeah. Um, also, we, we should mention it's, uh, you know, we, we got to mention this because it's an important month. It is Pride Month. You've got to kiss an angel good morning. Yep. There you go. It is the month where we celebrate the achievements of a true pioneer, Charlie Pride. African-American country superstar. Yes. Yes. Now, of course, some say that Pride Month is about the LGBTQ plus community. Yes. And, 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 and certainly it, it is. Listen, everybody's got to have their rights. Yep. And we it, agree. It's fine to highlight everybody like that. Mm hmm. But let's talk about Charlie Pride for a moment, okay? Keep, keep in mind, Charlie Pride made his way in country, which is traditionally not the domain of African-American musicians, and did it at a time when American culture was not exactly embracing African-American musicians 60, in, non, yeah. in non-traditional the musical si- forms. The 60s and 70s. A is, time of upheaval yeah. in this country, and yet Charlie Pride was able you to... got to... Kiss an angel, good morning. Yeah. And Charlie Pride was yeah. not a one-hit wonder novelty like Cowboy Troy in the right. 80s as right. far as African-American country artists. No. He wasn't Darius Rucker in the late 2000, or, you know, in the, the 2000 and teens. Yeah. You know, Dar- Darius Rucker, the if times had changed by then. If it weren't for Charlie Pride, right. you wouldn't have Darius Rucker yep. being a country artist now. He was absolutely subject to some behavior and environments that, you know, like Bob's Country Bunker in the Blues Brothers. I'm sure he performed behind <laughs> exactly. chicken wire with bottles being thrown at him yeah. at some point. So here in June, we should celebrate Pride Month. And the achievements of Charlie Pride, and therefore Mark and Neanderthal, every year we make it a point to note that. Exactly. And and you know what? You other folks, the LGBTQ community who are celebrating Pride Month, have a great Pride Month also. Absolutely, sure, yes. By the way, did you know why they do Pride Month in June? Uh... For Charlie Pride? No, I had no idea. Yeah, why they do Pride Month in June is because Pride goeth before the fall. You've got to kiss an angel. Thank you very much. And let her know you think about her when you're gone. Uh, I was just in the break room. I ran into one of the guys from our sports station, and he was like, hey, what's going on? I said, eh, same stuff, just doing it without a mask on these days. Yeah. And he goes, uh, yeah, the mask's coming off. Not so great if you look like me. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so, which I thought was funny. The, pr- the prototypical face for radio. <laughs> yes. Nice job. So, uh, but uh, we are getting back to normal here in, in the building. Last night, the Suns game, first of all, fantastic game. Beat the Lakers by 30 points last night, and they lead the series. Yeah. Um, 
But they had uh, 16,000 at the arena. Now, if it goes to a Game 7, will they go to capacity? I well, wonder. what's what's capacity? I looked it up. It's 18,422 fans. Well, and they had six. What's, I mean, at this point, if, you got, if you're going to let 16,000 in, why not let the 18,500 in? Yeah. I mean, what difference is that yeah. 2,500 people going to make? It almost seems at like it's point. like, what's the point? Yeah, that? at that yeah. point. I mean, over the floodgates. I mean, <laughs> they are still asking you if you're not eating or drinking something to wear your mask still while you're in the arena, but I don't it's know called that they're a, enforcing it. Yeah, it's called a suggestion now. Yeah. I've gone into a couple of different places. I went yeah. into uh, I went into Zia Records last week and, uh, and said, hey, how long are you going to make us wear masks? Because they still have the sign outside. He goes, oh, no, no, it's a suggestion now. We're not really enforcing it. Okay, like, oh, cool. Because I was in there so recently and I, yeah. and I had the mask on. Yeah, so. I, I do it now because everybody else in there was wearing a mask, so I'm like, okay, I don't want to be the one guy right. that makes everyone uncomfortable. Right. So, so, no, things went well yeah, at the good. arena last night in, in many respects. The yeah. suns were fantastic. Great. Um, no players were hit by flying food That's or good. bottles. Right. Um, no fans were on the court when they shouldn't be. Well yeah. played, well behaved. Nice job, Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, hell, the Lakers barely had any guys on the court, huh? That's a sports burn is what that is. Well played on your yeah. part. I said, yeah, take that multi-millionaire yeah. basketball player. Who's probably not listening. On their way back to Los Angeles. <laughs> gotcha. That's right. <laughs> So hopefully the Suns can close that out tomorrow night. So right now I'm kind of like the the sons of rock and roll trivia. I'm kind of on a roll. Right. Doing well. Mm Mm-hmm. Got a couple of wins in a row. You're gloating now, aren't Feeling you? Feeling good. Gloating is what you're doing. <laughs> a little gloating. But, uh, All right, let's do it. All right, so uh, there's a little thing we like to call Beat Mark Rock Trivia, and uh, he's just trying to redeem himself because he lost to one of our sales guys. Guy that comes to work in a suit and tie made him look bad with regard to rock music trivia and pop culture. So for the past week or so, he's been taking out his frustrations on you, the listener of the Mark and the Interpol radio program. I've asked a listener a series of questions, the same series of questions I will ask Mark. Whomever gets more correct will be determined as today's winner. Are you ready, Mark? Let's do it. All right. You've not seen these questions in advance, so here you go. Question number one. What band's original name was Roundabout? Was it Yes, Deep Purple, or The Police? Oh, boy. I'll go with the obvious answer, which is, no, that was later in their career. Deep Purple. That's what I'll say. All right. What band had a debut album called Can't Buy a Thrill? Was it Foghat, Steely Dan, or Cactus? Steely Dan. All right. Question number three. Who did Paul McCartney sing the duet Say, Say, Say with? Was it Elton John, (laughs) Michael Jackson, or Stevie Wonder? That was, uh, that was Michael Jackson. Question number four. Who was the female lead singer for the band Berlin? Terry Nunn, Christina Amphlett, or Becca Bramlett? That was Terry Nunn. Question number five. Which band's members use the name of the band as their last name? The Smiths, the Ramones, or the Farts? It's <laughs> not the Farts. That would be the Ramones. All right. And so, let's see how our listener did. Question number one. What band's original name was Roundabout? Was it Yes, Deep Purple, or The Police? I think it was yes. Question number two. What band had a debut album called Can't Buy a Thrill? Was it Foghat, Steely Dan, or Cactus? Steely Dan. Question number three. 
Who did Paul McCartney sing the duet Say, Say, Say with? Was it Elton John, Michael Jackson, or Stevie Wonder? Um, Michael Jackson. Question number four. Who was the female lead singer for the band Berlin? Was it Terry Nunn, Christina Amphlett, or Becca Bramlett? It was Terry Nunn. And question number five. What band members use the name of the band as their last names? Was it the Smiths, the Ramones, or the Farts? The Smiths. All right, so let's go down the list of answers. The band whose original name was Roundabout was Deep Purple. That was a guess on my part. I got it right. You got that correct. The listener got it wrong. Uh, Can't Buy a Thrill was the debut from Steely Dan. You both got it right. Paul McCartney sang Say, 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 Say with Michael Jackson. You both got it right. The female lead singer for the band Berlin was Terry Nunn. You both got it right. The band that... uh, Use the last names. You changed their last names. The name of the band was the Ramones. Ramones. You got it correct. She got it wrong. She got three out of five. Mark, you got five out of five. And the most important thing is that we mentioned the band Berlin. And, of course, they're known for the song, Take My Breath Away. Which is, quite frankly, quite frankly, the gayest part (laughs) of Top Gun. (laughs) And on Pride Month, we feel like we should point that out. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. 